It's EV News briefly for Tuesday, 15th of December. Everything EV in less than five minutes, if you haven't got time for the full show. The Volkswagen ID models have cracked half a million since the first ID3 went on sale and got into customers' hands. September 2020, that happened, and since then, they've just hit 500,000 ID family vehicles worldwide. That's despite the persistent supply situations that's affecting the automotive industry. VW will make only EVs in Europe by 2020, uh, 2030 and be 50% EV in the US and China. Volkswagen's ID Aero has been spied once again and the t- central touchscreen looks way, way bigger than what I have seen in the ID4, the ID5, the ID Buzz, etc. So it looks like they're going a size up with their touchscreens, which is kind of interesting in the ID cars. It shows that they've still got some more improvements to make. Could well be called the ID7. This is basically going to be the Arteon replacement and of course there'll be a an estate or wagon version of that as well but yeah really big central screen on that hopefully the software by then uh, in the MEB cars will be up to scratch it's not bad at the minute but you know work to be done polestars two special editions called the BST 270 and it adds all of the various packs you can get pilot plus performance packs it adds uh, new brakes and tires and wheels and infinitely adjustable new dampers if by infinitely I mean 22 different settings of adjustment I don't know why you'd need that ever for a road going car but I guess you know I would have that pretty much binary I'd have it in its absolute softest setting on anywhere but a track and then if I was going to go track day a Polestar 2 special edition uh, then you put it on its stiffest setting Uh, but if you want any one of those adjustments you can Uh, it's called the Polestar 2 BST 270. Um, I wonder what that hints at what might be coming down the pipeline with performance Polestars. We'll wait and see. New Tesla full self-driving beta being released and in the release notes it does point out that they're unifying the code now in tech language. They call them stacks or stacks of code and at the minute as far as I understand it and I, I'm no Tesla fanboy uh, but I try and understand it as much as I need to to have kind of a balanced view of all things Tesla that when you are on city streets it's kind of one pot of code if you like. It all sits inside of one area and then when you are on the on-ramp or off-ramp you're transitioning to the highway uh, you, they, they run on kind of a different pot of code or a different, but it's older, much, much older, actually. And it was all it was designed to work with uh, single cameras and single frames. And it was all about kind of handling very simple lane specific maneuvers, whereas obviously FSD beta city streets is much more complicated. And so it's the next step in hopefully bringing together um, Tesla's autonomy features when they're at their best, because when they're at their best, they are awesome. But when they're at their worst, holy moly, phantom braking uh, does not need to be so much of a stress as it is. So hopefully this fixes a lot of that. Tesla also put 133 gigawatt hours of battery storage on the roads and that since uh, January 2021, that's a huge amount, um, which dwarfs BYD because, well, BYD put a lot of plug-in hybrids on the road. And Innobat, a Slovakian battery maker, confirmed that after signing a deal with Spain to put a battery factory there, they'll put a battery factory in Serbia. And electric 
electric motorcycles are taking charge at the G20 summit in Indonesia where uh, the delegates will be escorted around uh, with those kind of outriders, those motorcades done with all electric power. And patents show Neo's third generation of battery swap stations uh, could well come with uh, 22 battery packs stored, uh, which would again massively increase the capacity of how many batteries can be uh, swapped every day up from the current 312 at each Neo battery swap station. And that is briefly...